Welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. This is a comedy podcast where three longtime friends discuss off-the-wall topics, conspiracy theories, and horrific crimes. We like to drink beer and joke around about everything and tend to find humor in strange places, so this show may be considered offensive by some. Mature listening audience is advised. If you like weird stories, cracking a cold one, and having a laugh, you are going to love the Beer Conspiracy Show. All right. Hello out there, and welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. Um, we're your hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Jared. Dirty D. Today, we got a special topic that I'm going to do. We're calling it Kurt Cobain. Murder mystery. Very scary. <laughs> um, before we get into the main topic, of course, we're going to kick it over to Dirty D for Dirty D's Dirty News. Okay, 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 okay. In this segment of Dirty D's Dirty News, we're going to talk about SpaceX and their return to Earth wearing diapers. Thanks. <laughs> Their suits look stupid too. Have you seen their their space? Well, they're suits? wearing diapers. <laughs> they do look stupid. Looks look like, like a, a bad sci-fi movie. It's like diaper suits. Yeah. <laughs> it's no surprise they don't have a built-in like poopy chamber in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why would they not have that? I don't know. I thought that was pretty standard stuff. How do you poop in space? So this is Elon Musk. No, this is Amazon. I didn't oh, know that. Elon Musk needed to poop. <laughs> I thought he was like Kim Jong Un or whatever. And he does not have a butthole. He's a space god. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. Not Un. No, that was his dad. I have no idea who Yeah, that was, that was Kim Jong-un's dad. Oh. Kim Jong-un is the one who doesn't need a butthole. Because he, he burns up all the food. He does not go to the bathroom. He loves margaritas, too. That's true. He's not a human. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is... Uh, oh, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. All right, yeah. He definitely poops. He's yeah. got... Big time pooper. I heard Leonardo DiCaprio was trying to take his woman. Oh, no. I, I am wrong. SpaceX is Elon Musk. My bad. I knew it. My bad. Elon Musk sucks anyway. I guess. I don't really know what he does. All I know is Tesla, right? He yeah, push, and SpaceX. That's he pushes the Dogecoin. Oh, yeah. Pedals Dogecoin. Yeah. So on their journey back last week from space, their uh, capsule had an extra challenge to deal with. No working toilet. Four members of SpaceX crew Dragon Endeavor... It's a cool name. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Dragon Endeavor. <laughs> we'll be wearing diapers as they splash down in order to prevent anything else from splashing <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> so they spent 200 days in space and they said it's been a very, very intense mission with a lot of things happening. Lots of poops. What are they Lots doing in space? Um, it says they conducted a series of spacewalks installing solar panels to upgrade the station's power grid. Grew the first green chili peppers in space and made tacos. What's they got a space station? I don't know. Can you just dock to the regular? Oh, they're just going to the one that's already Probably up there. So yeah. uh, I think they oh, built their right. own. I don't even really know what they're doing. I just thought he was. It's the international them. space. Re- so the- really, really like cutting edge stuff. They making tacos, right? And taking poops. <laughs> they grew j- green chili peppers to make tacos. I'll oh, eat my some God. space tacos. The last thing I want to eat before the toilet's not working is tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. That's probably what broke the toilet. Look <laughs> <laughs> at space tacos. Tacos. on your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Give me about six uh, Mexican beers, some tacos with hot peppers on them. Oh, that toilet's going down. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a broken toilet. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So does it say why the toilet broke? Just I just read that they ate tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no plumbers in space Why either. is it? Why did they have diapers is what I want to know. I guess in case the toilet Probably broke. For I mean, reason. I don't understand how he, like, if it floats, like, how do you poop in space to begin with? In a bag, with? I guess. What or do you need? Just, just, just catch float it. float right I back I think up. it's like a light, like, vacuum suction. Probably so. If not, it just sucks that out of your butt. It'll float right back up your butthole. You just put that tube in your butthole, right? And it shoots it outside. <laughs> well, that's how I normally do it anyway. So on like on planes and stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. So they confirmed the the toilets were broken and who is this? The NASA astronaut Megan MacArthur, which apparently NASA was involved too. They let women in space now? I guess so. <laughs> nice. They had to what they were trying to do something one time with women and they she had her period or something and it messed <laughs> it up. I don't know. <laughs> Gross. But See, this is why we don't want women to do things. Because <laughs> the periods attract bears. Exactly. We don't want space bears right. coming after you. It's the worst. Yeah, you don't want to attract those scenario. things to Earth. Yeah. Where are you gonna go? You can't run. Nowhere to go. No one can hear you scream. Nope. So she said, Of course that's suboptimal, but we're prepared to manage, she said with a smile. She likes it. <laughs> As she squished and yeah. waddled her way. Space oh, lights God. are full of lots of little challenges. This is one more that we'll encounter and we'll take care of in our mission. Said so it's not the first toilet issue for them either. An alarm went off in SpaceX's all-tourist flight earlier this year. That might have been with William Shatner. Signaling a problem with the <laughs> waste management system. So they apparently have uh, issues with that. He goes by Will Shortner now. <laughs> Says the... <laughs> The, I don't know if this, I guess this was the first one. The spacecraft's urine storage system became disconnected in flight, allowing pulled urine to enter the fan system. Oh my god, <laughs> Why dude? are you keeping what? it? Shoot it <laughs> out of your space. You can't, because then it becomes space debris. It yeah. freezes. It'll be like space It'll be ice. spikes. Yeah. How bad would it be if there was urine in space? It's like hard, it's like rocks and freezes and There's that. meteors up there. I mean, if it comes to the Earth, I mean, there's meteors coming to Earth all the time. Remember yeah, that? but when they're in orbit, it just stays in orbit. What's the problem then? Because then it like hit satellites and shit. We don't have any satellites. Maybe Amazon and AT and T. Oh fuck! I forgot to pay my AT and T bill. <laughs> shit. So it says they fixed the pissing problem for this flight, and then now a new uh, Crew Three is set to launch. Probably already launched, and uh, but they fixed it this time again. So no more issues. Good. That's it. I'm glad. Well, that concludes oh, this sorry. segment of Dirty D's Dirty News. Okay, 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 okay. Lots of news about urine and poop feces. It's dirty dirty news. news. Yeah, I guess. So here we go, getting into Kurt Cobain. Um, I'm just going to start off with kind of a brief. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got beers. We got lots of beers. So I bought us a, uh, apparently it's like an advent calendar for beers. It's got 24 beers, 24 different beers. So you drink one a night, I guess. Until Santa comes. <laughs> well, yeah. So tonight we've got. We're drinking at least nine. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? We're doing a little different. Or you could drink all twenty-four in one night. We each pick True. three, and we're gonna we're gonna drink those. So right now, just for now, I had a Hazy Jack Pale Ale from I'm gonna say Widmer Brothers Brewing. Pretty good. I like the hazy IPAs. Citrusy hops. All the hazies are the same. If you drink one. They really are. They taste very similar. I had Burr Hoppy Red Northwest Red Ale. That's also from Widmer Brothers Brewery. That was very cinnamon-y. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't really. I don't know about cinnamon-y beer. I didn't really like it. Go ahead, Dirty Dirty D. D. 
I've got Winter Sh- Winter Hook Winter Ale from Red Hook, thirty seventh edition. It's pretty good. I'm more of an IPA guy, but would you drink it again? Good. I would definitely drink it again. I was I really like it. I've got a couple IPAs coming up. All IPAs for Dirty D. I got stuck with the sours because they don't like them, and I'll drink anything. I'm a human garbage disposal. I will drink or eat anything. So gross. I got an Elysian. Come. Uh, <laughs> watermelon goes. Salt and seed, it's called. And then a cucumber melon tart sour. Sounds disgusting. I mean, y'all, are you going to drink it? No, I'm not. Exactly. So we can't throw those beers away. We right don't in the trash. Waste not, want not. I will drink anything. I'll never I throw a, a beer away. If you didn't I'd want throw it, that one away. I'd still drink it. Yeah, but there's a bunch, of good, a, beer. bunch of good shit on here for sure. And I also just drink a Guinness. Had one left over. We got a shitload of gnarly barley as usual. Juice for rad rye to fill in the gaps. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a surprise for me. I thought it was going to be like a couple of six packs, but it's 24 different beers. Well, it said it on the box. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was in the, I was in Rouse's just real quick. I wanted some uh, Founders uh, All Day IPAs, all the drink drinkers or something. They didn't have it, and I was like, ooh, 24 craft beers. I'll take that, and just ran out real quick and got stopped at the checkout. $54. I was like, fuck, what did I buy? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm happy with it. It's... Lots of good beers we'll try. Maybe we'll find something we like. Like a lot, a lot. All right, so let's get into this. Kurt Cobain. So we're doing surprising everybody. Surprise. It's a Kurt Cobain murder mystery. Everybody thought they were getting... Uh, I have no idea what I told everybody. Derek Todd Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Aaron gets really drunk throughout the podcast and forgets what he's gonna supposed to do. And uh, he said he was doing Derek Todd Lee and then just forgot and did the wrong thing. <laughs> So, surprise, you're getting Kurt Cobain. (laughs) But a cool topic. I'm really excited to get into this one. So, my whole thing is, um, I'm just going to tell you because you'll know by the end of this, Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. If not, I don't think she did it herself, but I'm pretty sure she orchestrated the whole thing. So yeah, I've watched a couple documentaries on this before. I have yeah. too, and I read and the book, and I can't remember the name that. of the book, but it's been a long time. And I don't it's really not Soaked remember. in Bleach? It may be. Yeah, I watched the Soaked in Bleach documentary yeah, and I've read the book, one. whatever it's called. But I don't really remember like why. I know for a while I was always telling everybody that she killed him, but then I didn't really remember why at this point. Yeah. All right, so... Kurt Cobain was born February 20th, 1967, in Aberdeen, Washington, to Donald Cobain and Wendy Freidenberg. Um, he came from a musical family, and he became interested at a very early age. And at nine, um, his parents actually divorced and it had a huge effect on his life. He became very defiant and withdrawn. And uh, people noticed he had a very profound change as uh, in his uh, personality as he was very curious. He had a hyperactive nature. After that, he was bounced around from his mother to his father and then eventually just began living with family or friends. So after dropping out of high school, I think he only had two months left or two weeks left. And just, what? Yeah. Well, he knew he wasn't going to graduate, so he oh, just dropped okay, out. Okay. Yeah. So he began... So he was just like failing and stuff? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Well, he never, he never really went to school because he's always just... I didn't go to school and I graduated. Getting high and shit. So the principal pretty much just bounced me through because he was tired of dealing with me. But I never went to school. I had a baby to raise and had two jobs, so couldn't really. I didn't have time for school. But I still graduated, got my degree, <laughs> helped me a lot in life. How so? No, I didn't. Know. <laughs> All right, so he began working odd jobs, but he mostly relied on his girlfriends to pay his way. Um, at this time, he began playing within bands and eventually reaching stardom with the band Nirvana. This is a very brief 
biography of his life, so we're going to go real fast. I mean, everybody knows who Christopher Yeah, right. That's why I didn't really think it was necessary, but I'll give you just for those people that don't know. Right. So Nirvana is like the flagship rock band of the grunge movement. During this time, he met and he quickly married Courtney Love. They met in October 91 and married in February of 92. So it was really Really quick. quick, Yeah. Like four or five months? Yeah. She's actually the lead singer of a shitty band called Hole. I don't know if you guys know Hole. <laughs> I never really listened to her music. I liked Terrible one band. song from Hole, but I don't remember what it is. It's like their most famous Probably. song, and it, even that's really <laughs> shitty. So the two uh, were actually very, they began heavily participating in intravenous drug use. Cobain was using it because he was trying to alleviate a constant stomach pain that he had. Like I think it was just like six years of his life. Love was also on heroin while she was pregnant with their daughter, Frances Bean. So after uh, the baby was born, those closest to Cobain noticed a change in him, and he's quoted as saying, I have a goal now. I have a child to raise, so that gives me reason to live. So at this time, he was kind of trying to quit the heroin. He even thought to uh, quit Nirvana at this time just so he could raise his daughter. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So she said it gave him a reason to live. Kurt began noticing love's true nature as Frances Bean was actually taken away from the couple for two weeks after her birth due to that whole heroin use. She said she doesn't... Does doing heroin make you a bad parent? She was doing it while she was pregnant. (laughs) And also, yes. Potato, potato. Yeah. (laughs) When you're passed out. (laughs) Just give the baby some heroin. (laughs) Take a nap together. Mother-daughter nap time. (laughs) So yeah, their relationship started to go bad at this time. So this is where shit starts to hit the fan. And it really didn't take that long from October 91 to now we're in March 1st, 1994. So March 1st, 1994, Cobain calls Rosemary Carroll, who's their lawyer and very close friend. She's godmother to Francis Bean. Frank and Bean. <laughs> this, was, uh, this was done in Munich, Germany at Nirvana's actually their last public appearance. So he called to have Courtney removed from the will. So after he's done in Munich, he travels to Rome. Courtney meets him there. There's a huge fight between them. It's mostly about divorce. Remember this. She travels from London to meet him in Rome. So at this time, Kurt has an accidental OD. This is March 3rd or 4th. He has an accidental OD on Rohypnol and Champagne. So Rohypnol is like a painkiller. It's used for insomnia, helps in anesthesia. It's also that date rape drug like rupees. Yeah, okay. It's an English drug. Like I think they sell it like over the counter in England. Remember that too. That'll come back. Damn, date rape is easy in England, huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think they ended up having a, like what they sold over the counter. They had to uh, take back like the the, dose, the dose. yeah the dosage or whatever because again people were getting fucking date raped all the time. <laughs> oh man, that Jeffrey Dahmer would have had a field day with oh, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Courtney claims she woke up around three thirty or four in the morning and Kurt was unresponsive, but she didn't call anybody till about six a.m. So two hours of this him just being unresponsive. Like she just yeah, she thought he was dead. She just waited. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's fucked up. So after his hospital stay, Kurt returns to Seattle. On March 18, 1994, Courtney called the police saying he locked himself in a room and was suicidal. So the police show up, they confiscate some pills and any guns that he had in the house. Cobain said he wasn't suicidal and he locked himself in the room to hide from Courtney. Because that bitch is crazy. I don't know if 
Like when you see interviews of her, she's fucking crazy. She's a man. I hate her. Yeah, like I, I hate her so much. I do too. That's but cool. also, come on, Kurt, man up and just slap a bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Show her who's daddy. <laughs> on March twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four, an intervention took place that pissed off Kurt real bad. But he agreed to go to a detox center. So now there's 13 calls made from Courtney's room at the Peninsula Hotel, which is some kind of rehab hotel, but there's not really any rehab going on. Like she was still doing drugs and partying and shit at the hotel. Yeah. So 13 calls made from her Peninsula room to Kurt's room at the detox center. So he arrives at the Exodus Recovery Center in Los Angeles. He's said to be in good spirits by counselors he talked to and friends who visited him. Uh, Frances Bean visited him there, and that's actually the last time she saw her dad. So March 30th, 1994, Kurt climbed a six-foot wall to leave Exodus, the Exodus Recovery Center, and flew back to Seattle. Did he really have to, like, escape? I thought that was Not voluntary. Really. When if you hop up on drugs, you don't know, and you're paranoid, and you just <laughs> Maybe so. escape over the fence. <laughs> I think if you're in a rehab, like, for... A jail defense or something. Well, yeah, but this he was voluntary. Stay, but this I is thought, voluntary. Yeah. Right. He can leave anytime he wants right. to. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> over the fence. Took the back door. <laughs> Spider-Man the wall and he was out. Like Maybe you got the, the choice to climb a fence. Like, you know, it's Maybe fun. it's like the gesture. Like he feels like he's escaping. Well, I think like while, he wasn't there very long. Like a day, maybe two, but... Like oh, one, yeah. when he first got there, I think he was like, "I'm gonna climb that fucking wall." A six <laughs> foot wall. Yeah. yeah, y'all put me in rehab. I'm going. I'm hopping that. Yeah, motherfucker. he did it. I don't think I could do it. Six feet. It's gotta be I'm at least fifteen st- feet stuck there. for me to <laughs> second guess my yeah. ability. I'm like, I'm quasi afraid of heights. It's I mean, just six feet. You just in the well, right context. Aren't you so, six foot? Yeah, like you just six reach over what? two. I don't know. I'm giving you an extra inch. All right, six three. Well, you'd have to like be on all fours, and I climb on your back, and then I could jump over the wall. I feel like you just put a box down, and then you can just. No, I want you to <laughs> <over laughs> climb over. That's not I'm that afraid tall of, of heights fence. in the right context. Like sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. It's weird. Sometimes it bothers me. Sometimes it doesn't. I think I mean, it depends like a on fence that high. Almost. That's like nothing, dude. All right. Well, it's easy. Maybe I'm just exaggerating. That reminds me of uh, <laughs> on Home Improvement. What's the neighbor's name? <laughs> Al. Al, yeah. The fence came up. To, he must have been like 6'5". I feel yeah, like I exaggerated or thought this was way higher. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe six feet taller than me, so. Anyway, give me a beer. Another one. We couldn't find it earlier. What do you want? Big Ballard? That's cool. it. All That's right. blue. So my ne- Big Ballard? Whatever. Is that what it's supposed to be? Big, Big Ballard? I don't know. It says Ballard. So for my sure. next beer is called Big Ballard. Big Ballard? Empower- <laughs> Big Ballard Imperial IPA from Red Hook. Is there a duck on it? No, that's a do. Oh no, that's a mallard. Oh, what is a ballard? I have no idea. Maybe a guy that plays balliards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a master of balliards. It says, "You sure, you betcha." You that, betcha. That's yeah. That's the tagline, I guess, from Seattle, Washington, where Kurt Cobain lived. There you go. And died. And died. God damn oh, it! Ballard. Did you dump beer again? No. It's a kind of musical instrument. Nice ballard. Like. Kurt Cobain played. A bald-headed person. Oh. That would be a ballard. <laughs> <laughs> a bald head. Also a pilgrim. So it's apparently a place, too. All right. So Kurt and In his... In Seattle? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You betcha. You betcha, yeah. You betcha. 
So Curtin is... And Fargo is a good movie. Fucking yeah. right. You ever, I didn't watch the show. I did. I, I couldn't it. really get into it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Billy Bob Thornton in the first season. Amazing. Billy Bob. He's my favorite Santa. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> He's such a bad Santa. <laughs> so Kurt and Dylan Carson, is that's his best friend. They purchase a shotgun in Dylan's name. It's for home protection since the cops confiscated all his drugs before he went to rehab. And remember, this was purchased before he went to rehab. All right, so this is going to take a very long time. This is the death timeline from... We're going to start April 1st. You're going to do military time? There's no timing. It's just like dates. Just make it up. Okay. April 1st. 1,000 hours. One (laughs) one (laughs) o'clock. So after getting out of the Exodus. Barely escaping over the huge wall. (laughs) He takes a flight to uh, Seattle. A hired driver takes Kurt to his Lake Washington home. At this time, he's trying to steer clear of Courtney, who's... He states he fears for his life. I think she's staying like 10 miles away from where he's at. So he's already saying this bitch is trying to kill me, basically. I'm afraid of her. Yeah. April 2nd. This is very, very early morning. I think he took like a red eye or something. So Mike, his nickname is Callie. So Mike Callie DeWitt is at the home. She's Courtney Love's ex and their live-in babysitter. Super weird. So he says Cobain comes in his room, they talk for a little while, and then he leaves. All right, so phone records show eight calls from Love's Peninsula Hotel Room to the Lake Washington home. She has a friend plan a story in Associated Press saying she OD'd and hopes that he would come out and go see her so she could find him. All right, so April 3rd, Courtney hires Tom Grant, a former L.A. Sheriff's detective turned licensed P.I., She says someone is using her husband's credit card and she wants him to find out who. She says it's stolen. So after me actually meeting Grant, she admits to uh, lying about the card being stolen and she just wants him to find out what Cobain is using the card for. So she suspects that he's having an affair with whole bass player Kristen. I'm going to say Paff. It's P-F-A-F-F. Faf, Faf, I think. But Faf is that any Korean? Maybe no. She's a white person. Korean ladies have white names. White people can have Korean names. What did names. you just do to your face? What was that? That was super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Especially because of the eye contact. <laughs> Why does it make you feel uncomfortable? No, I mean that's okay. Yeah, I like See? it. Dirty D's comfortable in his in his body and his and all, his sexuality and all this. I am not. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> ever do that again. All right, so she thinks he's having an affair with the bass player, Kristen Pfaff. White Korean. White. She's Nope, she's just a person. Okay. <laughs> and their heroin dealer, Caitlin Moore. So she asked Grant to watch uh, Moore's apartment, not the Lake Washington home where he lives. She told him about the shotgun purchased before rehab and later changes and says he bought it after he escaped from rehab. So Grant starts noticing inconsistencies really early on in her story that she says, and he decides to start recording their phone conversations. Because he thinks she's fishy too. Yeah. She has fishy and rotten ass. Probably smells pretty fishy. Oh yeah, for sure. Talk about your holes. Yeah. That's why they. That's how they got their name. Yeah, it used to be Stinky Hole. <laughs> so recording is actually illegal in California. Both people without permission. Yeah. So it's Grant consent. had to f- had to feel really strongly about her involvement in the murder. Or well, now they just think it's like a missing persons case. I guess April fourth, Courtney files a missing persons report under Kurt's mother's name, Wendy O'Connor. The report reads, he's escaped from rehab, bought a shotgun, and he's suicidal. April 5th, Courtney tells Grant to check high-end hotels 
uh, Cobain uses the names Bill Bailey and Simon Ritchie. But uh, Grant requests to put a team on the Lake Washington home. She says there's no need because Callie lives there. So Grant finds a hotel with a Bill Bailey checked in and Love tells him to just watch the hotel. So 30 minutes later, she calls him and she says she talked to whoever was in the room and it's not Kurt. All right, so we're at April 5th, late night, or April 6th, early in the morning. According to the medical examiner, Cobain is dead at this time. So he's dead. So April 6th, early morning, Love calls the electrical contractors to work on lights and motion detectors at the on the greenhouse that's at the Lake Washington home. It's like a room above their garage. It's separate from the house. What do they grow in that greenhouse? Nothing. I think they call it a greenhouse just... Because it's green? It's more like a sunroom, I think. Yeah. It just has like skylights and stuff. That's pretty cool. So Grant goes to Seattle to look for Cobain, and he picks up Dylan Carson to search Kurt's usual hangouts. Another one. Oh, you smell it already? No. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Courtney Love. Oh, <laughs> oh gross. That's nice. I don't like how you drink those. Well, I mean, I, I'll drink anything. All right. Especially cum. Because <laughs> it's sour? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be fine in the hollow earth. Give me some shots of cum. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing we talked about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, y'all haven't heard part two yet. No. Okay. Did I mean, we were here when it recorded. We talked about it. What did you add thing? into it? Maybe that was the first. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> How drunk did we get there? We're talking about drinking cum. <clears throat> we didn't drink cum. Oh. Oh, that's what the, the special beverage. Oh, yeah, that was in part one. Aryan yeah, tea. Yeah, that was in part one. All right. So Grant and Carlson are out looking for maybe where Cobain could be. Carlson says that Kurt and Courtney are always fighting. The OD in Rome was accidental. He says Kurt isn't suicidal. The shotgun was bought due to a recent burglary in the neighborhood. And the Lake Washington house didn't have any fences or anything. So anybody could walk up to the house. And he also says Kurt hates fancy hotels. So Courtney Love was just fucking lying on that point. And again, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. Those closest to Kurt never thought he was suicidal. So what was the point of her hiring this guy and then to just send him around on a fake I, stuff goose to, chase? I feel to make her it seem like he was concerned about him, or and then she just lied. About I feel everything? like it was a way. I want to save it for later, but I'll just give it to you. I feel like this whole thing is for her to like set up alibi? like an alibi. Yeah, her checking into rehab and being like, "Well, I couldn't die. I was in fucking rehab this whole time," and hiring a private investigator. Well, I was worried about him. I wanted to hire somebody to find him. You know, so that makes sense. Yeah. All of this is really fishy. This is really good. <laughs> Doubt it. Sure. I like it. It's like drinking, jealous? drinking a pickle. No, it's I not, do like drinking pickle. It's really not sour. It's kind of sweet. Is it thick? No, it's just like a slight hint of cucumber. Hard to swallow. <laughs> it kind of tastes... Like pineapples? This one kind of tastes... Like, there's like a hint of watermelon in this one, too. Oh, nice. I don't know why. This one's supposed to just be straight up cucumber. There's the other one's a watermelon. I don't know. You drank the watermelon before that one? No. No, I had just a Guinness before this. I don't know. It tastes kind of sweet. It's pretty good. All right. So April 7th, Grant and Carlson end up at the Lake Washington home. Uh, Dylan goes in first. He says there's nobody home. This is a dark, stormy, rainy night. I closed it out already. Oh. So now, <laughs> at this point, Courtney is at Rosemary Carroll's house. Remember, she's there friend and lawyer and right godmother right. to the child and frank so, and beans yeah frank and beans <laughs> <laughs> so grant has dylan call courtney to call the alarm company to turn off the alarm so they can go in 
So she wants them to search the house, kind of for the sh- for the shotgun. So they're searching all over the house. They even search between her mattresses. Smells like Shayna pussy. I can't smell. I was faking. I don't know. If that's <laughs> doing push-ups with a naked Shayna on my back. <laughs> so they're searching all over the house. They search between Courtney's mattresses. They find some Rohypnol. And AIDS. Oh, you don't know if you find AIDS. Oh. What is that? I don't oh. know what AIDS looks like. Looks like Courtney Love. <laughs> oh. So she, like if you look yeah. up AIDS yeah, in the dictionary. Yeah, it's her face. For Love. sure. Oh, you yeah. look them up under the microscope and it's just her. <laughs> <laughs> Singing trying her, to get out. Singing her shitty song. <laughs> holes. I'm going to get your holes. So April 7th. This is in the morning. So Love leaves uh, Carol's house, but she leaves her backpack there. Dirty D, remember that. Leaves her backpack. Leaves her backpack at the lawyer's house. Carol. Carol. Carol Baskins. Rosemary Carol. That bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> season two's out. I've been watching you it. Watching it? Laura's been watching. I still haven't watched season one. I watched... Like the end of it. The, the show started. Is it watching. worth no, watching? Pretty much if I miss out on something before it gets popular, then I just won't watch it just based on Watch the first season. It's good. Yeah, the first season's I awesome. don't know. I just I feel like if a lot of people like it then I'm not gonna like it. No, this is different. Mm-hmm. I, I do felt like... the same way and I didn't want to watch it, but then Emily started watching it and then I got into it and we rewatched it. So later that day, a nine eleven call is made from Courtney's room. That's Another cool. one. What you got? What you got? I've got an Elysian Altered Contact Tart IPA. That's going to be one of those sour I've never uh, had. IPAs mixed together. It's electrifyingly tart and juicy demeanor. I really like the can. Orange, tangerine, mango, pineapple. That's too many fruits. There's no turning back now. You're fucked. Now there's no turning back. It smells funny. I farted. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing. Yeah. I'm a comedian. I got a good timing. You know? I'm going to do stand-up with Kevin Hart. Nice. Being Kim Kardashian. I don't really like his stand-up. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't really like it that much. I mean, Dave Chappelle is way better, but... This one contains milk lactose, too. Ooh, thank God I didn't drink that one. Try it yet? No. Try it. Try it. Try it. It's not horrible, but I wouldn't have it again. <laughs> All right. Not Dave, my deal. Elysian, you suck. All right, so... <laughs> A uh, 911 call was made from her Peninsula Room Hotel saying she OD'd and she's being taken to the hospital. Later, she's actually arrested because she was full of shit. She wasn't ODing or anything. Like I said before, I feel like this was an alibi. Like she called and was like, I couldn't have done it. I, I OD'd. Yeah, I was in the hospital. That's easy to check, though. She was actually in the hospital? Yeah, they took her to the hospital. She got arrested because she was lying for it. So she went to jail and she was released. Oh, so she didn't actually OD. I mean, that's commitment, though. I was going to say, if she actually went no deed, then that's hardcore. Yeah. All but right. she's a bitch. Do I remind you about the backpack we'll yet? No. I'll, it'll come back. You remember when that, remember when that bitch I'll Carol Baskin you. left her backpack at her house? It killed her husband. Yep. Wait, what? Because <laughs> yeah, there's a tiger the in it. show, and then you'll know. <laughs> it's a tiger in her backpack. Yeah. So, a little side note. Grant says she constantly is talking about herself. She's talking about her, her record that's coming out soon, and this whole Kurt being missing, possibly suicidal, killed himself, might help her sell some records. Oh, that's on record. That's on tape, her talking about all this Saying shit. That? Yeah. So, this whole thing we're going through is from Tom Grant's investigation. He's got He's recorded all this on tape. This is truth facts. Because he started investigating her. Right. She's always talking like someone... I'm sorry, she's not talking like someone who's actually worried about her husband. And we're on April 7th. So that afternoon, Callie... Wait, hold, hold up a second, though. Just think about this. I'm not... I mean, just for argument's sake, if you were fighting with your spouse constantly and, like, you were both on drugs 
and he was like trying to divorce you or whatever, and then he killed himself. I think you would be pretty bitter and probably not even care. Like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. He this will come up. It. It's like if people are in the middle of divorce. And they hate each other, and then somebody dies. It's, they're not really gonna like. Although there's probably still some love. But she there. was pretending to care, like the higher right. people. See, this will come up. Always think of a murder case like a suspect. If they have means, motive, and the opportunity. This comes up so much in all these recordings. So if I mean, I understand. They have a, pre- they have a prenup. I understand the motives there for sure. I'm just saying, just like on character based, the way she's acting is not really a good gauge of if she's guilty but if she or didn't not. care she wouldn't have hired somebody to mm-hmm. look for her well that's a good point yeah i'm not saying i'm just, think she didn't do it i'm just saying you can't say her like being bitter or mad or like being fine with him being dead as a gauge for that because even if he really did kill himself she probably wouldn't be that upset they were already fighting but she's not she's not mad because they had a prenup if he kills himself she gets all the money. Oh, Why would that be shit. in the prenup? That's not in the prenup, but if they if they get the divorce like he wanted, she gets nothing. But if he's killed himself... I thought he took her out the will. That's coming back. So that lawyer never did that. Oh, <laughs> good. Nice. Yeah. Good job, lawyer. It's always little things, but they add up to be... I think she did it. You already she, said that at the beginning. Yeah. Well, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like I Fuck said, right no, I, I wouldn't. Because it's rotten, Chris. Yeah. So Callie left that afternoon. The guy that was staying lives in their house. He left for L.A. Kind of suspicious. So April seventh. Oh, especially because when I said April fifth, late night, April sixth, early morning, Kurt Cobain's dead. So he's dead at this whole this whole point we're talking about. So April seventh, nine forty nine hundred forty five o'clock. Oh nine forty five. Oh nine. When there's a zero in front, like 0920, right. 0945. Exactly. 0945 minutes. O'clock. So April 7th, Courtney asked Dylan and Tom to retrieve the shotgun. She says it might be in a hidden compartment in her closet. So mind you, they've already been through this house. I believe it was the day before. So now this time, uh, oh yeah, Callie's also left by this time. So they're going to the house again. He says they find a note on the stairs. It's from Callie asking Kurt to let Courtney know where he is. Grant says it seems really phony, and there was no note that first time they went in. They, he was gone by the time they were in that house that first time. So there was no note the first time they came in. There's no shotgun found, and there's this really sketchy letter that was not there the first time they were in the house. Wait, they didn't find a gun? No gun. And he was sh- shot himself? Uh-huh. What? So, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, so himself. they found his body and nothing else? No, they didn't f- Like, later? They oh. haven't found a body. He's just dead right, that's at this what I time. Thought. No, no. They haven't found a body yet. No, there's no... Nobody knows he's dead. I was just saying, the medical examiner, when they find the body, he's he, they know in the body when they die. He said, late April 5th or early April 6th. Oh, so they were okay. on April 7th. Okay. And they still okay. haven't found the body. Okay, okay. I, I was confused. All right. Yeah. All right. If you get confused, guys, just stop me. I'll be happy. Yeah, you confused me because I was like, I didn't hear him say he's anything. Saying, about uh, body. All right, so now shit. we're on April. He said he was dead, but then they didn't find a gun. So I was just confused how he shot himself if not without a gun. <laughs> but it makes sense now. I got it now. He is <laughs> gay hand. <laughs> he is dead. Totally <laughs> makes sense now. <laughs> it's, it's totally dead. It's totally dead. Sorry. All right. So April eighth. Where's my roller skate? 
April 8th, someone is still using Cobain's credit card. When they find the body, according to police, there is no credit card present in his wallet. Right? Wouldn't make sense. Somebody's still using it after he's dead. Right. All right, so this is in the morning. So Grant hears on the radio, Tom Grant, the PI, that Kurt Cobain's body's found. He's with Dylan at this time. So Dylan shows no emotion. The body's found in the greenhouse. Grant knew nothing about this greenhouse. Nobody told him to search there, told him about it. If you go to the house, like when they, the times they did, it was dark and it was raining. If you go to the house at night, you cannot see that other Detached garage. Detached garage right. or whatever, yeah. So he asked Dylan why he never said anything about the greenhouse. He says, it's just a dirty little room. I think they keep lumber there, lumber in there or something. So uh, those electricians that Courtney had called, they're doing work on the greenhouse and they stumble across Kurt's body. They see him through the uh, glass door. So the police claim Cobain barricaded himself in the greenhouse. But this door is like one of those twist locks. Like if I leave from in that room, I could twist it and lock it. Yeah, yeah. On my way out. So they say he's barricaded himself in that room. Um. So the first responders that got there say, no, there was nothing. They claim there was a stool in front of the door. They say there was nothing. They broke the window, twisted the lock, and walked right in. But the cops are saying he put like a stool. The door. Yeah, they, Why would you barricade yourself in anyway? That's if suspicious. I'm about to kill myself, why the fuck do I care about barricading the door? Why do you care when you see if anybody finds you? That's kind of the whole point. You want well, yeah, somebody to well, find you after. Think. That doesn't even make any sense. Right. Alright, so the Seattle PD never treats this case as anything other than a suicide because of Courtney's missing persons report. She says he... He was suicidal. He escaped, bought the shotgun, and he's suicidal. Alright, so a toxicology report. He's got 1.52 milligrams per liter of heroin in his blood. Heavy users only use about 40 to 60. So he's got three times the amount that it would take to kill you. So this question. Why would he shoot himself... Before the drug even took effect, why would he shoot himself if you took so much heroin that you're going to die? Did he know he took that much? I mean, yeah. like, well, he's a obvious, he's a, knows what he's doing. He's been right. doing heroin for years. And if you're Correct. a heroin addict, I would imagine you would want to get that high before you die. Like, I mean, for the most part, you have needles with lines on it. Like, I need this much to make me feel good. You can't accidentally take three times too much if right. you're like an avid heroin user, yeah, I wouldn't like think. It would be pretty hard to do that. Yeah. You'd have to like do that on purpose, basically. Correct. But why would you shoot yourself up with three times too much and then shoot yourself in the face? Right. It makes no sense. Not at all. All right. So I'm going to go into a little bit of some of the cops. Uh, Report? Or, yeah. That's a good word. I like that word. Good job, Dirty D. Long break. <laughs> We had a another one during the break. I told a, a intimate family story that y'all will never hear, that nobody will ever hear, except my closest friends and family. So if you want to become that, hit him up on Facebook. Give me a dollar. <laughs> Give me like, a dollar. Like and share and review. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I would tell the story to anybody. I just Obviously it's boring. Not. Nobody's gonna fucking care. I'm no crybaby. All right, so we'll get into this. Get over it. People kill themselves. Yeah, That's I mean, all I want to say. Stuff gets put in people's butts, and <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Oh, man, shotgun up the butt, kill yourself? That would be... I bet you somebody's done it. How would you even shoot it, though? That's probably on, on, like, accident, though. It's probably, like, a sex thing. Like, oh, man, I like firearms, and I'll put this in my butt. You call that the Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little different. But. Anal Russian roulette. Oh yeah. my god. No, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a thought popped in my head. Anal Russian roulette is where they've got like 
six people lined up and like a glory a hole. <laughs> no, <laughs> one of them's got glory diarrhea. hole situation. They got five chicks and one dude. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, anal Russian roulette. <laughs> That's a good one, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, man. I think you could tell the hairy ones. I don't know. The hairy They're all ones. Well, you probably don't get to. I feel like gay dudes probably bleach and wax anyway. It would just would have think. to be. I choose number four. And then you don't get to see nothing. Yeah, you got to put it in there. Can you look it through the hole and see the butthole? I mean, it's just, let's just say like a two or three inch circle glory hole and you can see the butthole and then that's pretty much it. But I'm thinking gay dudes or each dudes are willing to get pounded in the butt for this experiment. Oh yeah, it's not on them. They're going to wax and bleach. It's all about you. Yeah, they want to be chosen. Exactly. And that's fine. Do what you do. The one that's got some shit in it, that's the dude's (laughs) (laughs) hole. The one with hemorrhoids? Yeah. That's the dude's hole. All right, let me get back into this. So we're talking about the shotgun shell. Picture this. They found him in the greenhouse. He's laying down. He's got the shotgun in his hands. It's upside down. So the shotgun's upside down with Cobain's left hand holding the barrel, which that's weird also because he's left-handed. You know, you're shooting a gun, you're going to... Right? Yeah, for sure. All right, so this, y'all know what I'm saying. All right, so left. But is he a left-handed shooter? Just because you're I, left-handed. See, doesn't I don't mean... feel like he was ever a gun person, so I don't understand why. How many guns those police confiscated from him, and does he even know? How to sh- he just he's not really a gun guy because he hated the whole macho man mentality kind of thing. So that I found that kind of odd. Did it say how many they took? Like how many they? Found I didn't know. Them? I couldn't find that. I mean, he could have just had like an old family gun or something. Right. Like it could be anything. It could have been like I a mean, maybe, they, maybe they his friend weren't even his. They cleaned the whole house, right? Now. Right. And he had people living there and people there all the time. All right. So the shotgun's upside down. His left hand's holding the barrel in a vice-like grip. This is called the cavaz- uh, cadaver spasm. It occurs in death. So Rigamortis. you kill yourself. You fucking tense up. Everything right. tenses up. Okay, and you poop. Yes. So this is a precise orientation of the deceased. That's what they call it. So like we said, he's dead. You clench up. So that's. So he had to have been in that position when it happened. Yes. All right. So the shotgun's found on the left side, opposite of where it should be, because the exit chamber is on the right side. Right. Makes sense. I don't think it could have hit a wall and bounced. I don't know about that. Okay, that's good. He's thinking. So the exit chamber's on the right side if it's fired upside down. So the Seattle PD explains it as the shotgun is right side up, but after he shoots the gun, it somehow flips. Yeah, now it sounds fishy. But, like we said, if we spasm up when you right. die, it's not going to flip. Like, now you're making shit up. Yeah. Also, like you said, um, the only way would be if the shell came out the right side, hit something, and then bounced to the left. But if you look at the crime scene photos, there's nothing there to hit. So it ain't hitting anything to bounce over. So that's out also. And a shotgun shell does not eject like more than a two or three feet. It's not like bouncing off the fucking right. wall. It's not like shooting out shooting there real out, fast. Right. It's yeah, just it just dropping basically kind of drops out to the yeah. side about a foot or two. Right. All right. So. So it was a semi-automatic shotgun. I mean, it has to had be. to have been if it ejected a shell at all. Because obviously you ain't pumping if you're right. fucking dead. No, no. It's and not you ain't popping cracking a crack barrel. Fucking no. It's uh, semi-automatic. Yeah. All right. So April thirteenth. So Rosemary Carroll is who? The uh, baby Francis Bean's godmother. There we go. And the family, the family lawyer. The family lawyer. And she's got a book sack or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So she tells Grant. <laughs> fucking nailed it. She tells Grant <laughs> about Kurt wanting Courtney out of the will. 
which, like I said earlier, I think we're on air. She never did that. Right. So she told him Courtney wanted, told her that she wanted the meanest divorce lawyer she could get. And if the I can, prenup, I can relate to that. And if the prenup could be voided, <laughs> I feel like if I ever get divorced, I'm of course you want the best. I'm coming for you, Laura. Oh fuck yeah! My lawyer is going to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I want my lawyer to reflect my personality. <laughs> want to have I'll the illusion s- that you'll win anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to crush your hopes and dreams right at the door of the court. I want you somehow bringing up DNA tests that those kids were never hers; mm. they were yours. <laughs> I don't know what I just I don't know. I put them about. in there after they were born. <laughs> they pulled them back out. Jokes on you. Those are my kids, not yours. So I carried those kids. <laughs> I pooped them out of my butt. So oh, Carol man. actually overheard Courtney tell Dylan Carlson to be sure and check the greenhouse on Thursday, April seventh. Like I said, Cobain's dead late April fifth or early sixth. So that could be like she maybe knew and she wanted him to check the greenhouse to find the body. Right. So Love, Courtney Love, showed Carol's husband the suicide note, but she didn't show Carol. So Carol shows Grant a paper from Courtney's backpack that she left in the house. Remember? Coming Mm -hmm. back. All right. So she left the backpack. She never looked in it till after uh, Cobain's death or after they found the body. So she finds a paper and appears that someone's practicing the alphabet in someone else's handwriting. So when Grant um, shows Carol the note and she reads it, she immediately says it's a forgery. It's it's things that Kurt has written before and someone copied his handwriting and finished the note. So we're getting into the suicide note. So the handwriting... I don't know things he's like songwriting or what? No, just like notes he's written before. He's got just pieced it together to make it into a suicide. Right, right, right. right. Oh, okay, okay. So the handwriting looks. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the suicide note, but I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. It's like half a page of. I'll get into it, but it's half a page of just regular writing, and, and then the, it supposedly gets distraught, like right, the drugs like kick the in last or whatever, or something like that. That's the. Oh, theory. I've never heard that. No, okay. I'm not, no, I've just never heard that. It's just the last five lines are just all fucked up like so different so weirdly spaced and it's weird so the hand looks different at the bottom than on the top of the note the initial part of the note talks about his relationships to music and i think it's kind of understood that he's wanting to quit nirvana that's like kinda. a well-known thing at the time right. of yeah. Death, I think. Yeah. yeah yeah and the bottom part talks about his relationship to his family, and the very last part that we're talking about, the weird-looking one, is like a typical, stereotypical, like suicide, suicide note. note yeah. And it's just, it's overkill. So cruel be, world. Yeah, yeah. So it won't be missed Can't as do a suicide it anymore. note. Yeah. All right. So April fourteenth, the Seattle PD. This is he's found on the eighth, fourteenth, six days after. So Seattle PD allows Courtney Love to cremate the body. They don't think of this as a murder like a at all. Yeah, but come on. You'd figure such a high-profile person would get more investigation than this. Right. So six days after, he's cremated. Courtney does have ties to the Seattle PD. She was actually an informant for a Detective Terry. I didn't get his first name. She put her hole to good use with the, that PD. <laughs> Dude, I actually, you laugh, but I think that's what she did a lot with these people, like, cops and just anybody she needed she'd fuck them and get what she needed out of people dude man being a chick would be awesome sometimes huh (laughs) but how do you do that if your hole smells like butter cakes i don't know butter cakes sounds pretty good like (laughs) buttercream fish uh mcdonald's filet of fish oh 
Ooh. You love those. <laughs> I actually do like yes. those. <laughs> I hate those. When are the bad things gross. coming? Come on, think of bad things. <laughs> Rotten broccoli. I don't, I don't, I've never. I mean, just fresh broccoli smells pretty rough. I like broccoli. <laughs> I, I like broccoli too, though. I do too. There's but... no food that I don't like, though. That's kind of Unless it's rotten. Then it, then it becomes I bad. mean, yeah. So she was informant for Detective Terry to help bust a drug dealer. And it's probably some drug dealer of hers that she Another one. got mad at or something. Well, we got. I got a Green Skies Hazy IPA. Who's from... the brewer? From the Widmer Brothers Brewing, brewed in Portland. All these are like Seattle. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Portland's. Is. It's Oregon. Oregon is that area. I mean, it's Northwest, yeah. Pacific Northwest. Groovy. What's it say? It's fucking I'm read it to it. all of us. No, read it out loud. We want to know about Inspired and brewed for adventures in the Pacific Northwest. There you go. I just said that. Green Skies Hazy IPA is bright and fruity, like your chair. <laughs> with a light mold <laughs> and a juicy I got finish. a little lazy hand going tonight <laughs> i love the northwest beers <laughs> they're so tasty it's so bright and fruity <laughs> you want to see me roller skate <laughs> oh man all right so detective terry will come back a little bit later all right april 15th grant meets with the electrician who found kurt's body he says, Kurt's hair looked like it had been combed by a hairdresser. It was all spread out, nice and even. If you're blowing okay. your head off, there ain't no way your hair looks nice and even. Sounds like a set. Well, what if his hair was all messed up, but then the shotgun blast just blasted it even? Because See, that's, that's good, but no. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the reverse of what you think could happen. Yeah, right? Right? Why, why, there why is not? a certain point where messy hair becomes its own style, like dreadlocks. Yeah, and then you blast it straight. Oh, but they smell <laughs> so bad. Dreadlocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that really you just don't ever clean your hair mm-hmm. or brush it or anything? You like, just twist it. And it just turns to, just like grows together, basically? Yeah, you should do that. I don't think I can pull Yeah, because I don't think you can take it out. You <laughs> have not to shave it. not ethnic enough for that. To get rid of it, right? Yeah, you have to cut it all out. Yeah. No, I don't want to. It's My like, when, like when your dog so... gets poop in its hair, you gotta cut, cut all that out around there. Yeah. It's the same thing. Dreadlocks is poop in hair. Put him outside and just... Deal with that on your own, buddy. Lick no, it off. Mate. I don't know. You chomp it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm letting this turn to dreadlocks. You should do it. This luscious, beautiful hair coming in. No way. It smells already. It smells. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it from here. <laughs> no, I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> smell. Call me a piece of shit person, but I am clean as fuck, son. I'm like, like it's a problem. I'm so clean. I saw a speck of dirt on your. Wrist no, there, you no, better clean didn't. that shit no, up. No, no. <laughs> Nothing in my house, my vehicle, or on my person is ever dirty, ever. Except my brain. I got a dirty mind. <laughs> All right. May 6th. A month later. You feel later. me mind fucking you? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I don't like it. May 6th, a month later, the shotgun is finally sent to be tested for fingerprints. No legible fingerprints found. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Somebody wiped it. I'm just going to assume his were found because his hands were on there. But Well, they would have said that. I mean, if you would have murdered him, then you would have planted prints, I feel like. That would have been Unless smart. you were gloves. Oh, his they prints? They would have yeah. said yeah. nothing but his own prints. Okay. Not no prints were found. Right. Right? I would think. See, that's even worse if there's no prints at all. Yeah, okay. right. Okay. 
Yeah, no, that's even that's even worse than I thought. If I was gonna kill myself, I would like pose funny and do it, like <laughs> pick my nose or like my thumb up my butt or something. Like well, sucking your dick at that time, yeah. and then like, blow your brain right. out. Right, you do the whole shotgun in the butt suicide. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. <laughs> just go like the Vlad the Impaler way. And I just want to entertain stick. people, so whatever would be funny, especially if I was famous. What was that? Like, way? oh, Jared was found today with shotgun up his butt, <laughs> fucking blew his butt up. <laughs> Dirty D used to tell me if he ever killed himself. I Was thought you me? said that yeah. you wanted to jump off a building yeah. and blow yourself up in the middle yeah. of the air. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Man, that would be awesome. It's raining Dirty D meat. <laughs> Don't put what he said. <laughs> no, I know the actual story. I remember this. What do you mean? I've said... You're going to jump off the building and blow yourself up on the way down. You strap yourself with dynamite and jump off a building and they're like, oh no, he's going to kill himself by jumping off. Nope. You blew up. Yeah, Halfway but then down. it doesn't blow up when you want to, and it blows up when you hit the ground, and all well, no. the people are there. And you blow up midair. That's sure. the way to do it. Sure you do. And then they're all covered in guts. It's hilarious. <laughs> 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 and there'd be that that's a funny way to that go that one guy down I, there and be, you son of a bitch i mean if you're gonna do I that have a meeting today <laughs> at least entertain people you know don't make it all sad i've been homeless for 20 years and i finally got a job at a <laughs> <laughs> all right so seattle pd this is may 6th gives courtney the shotgun to be melted down what the hell? They're just giving away all the evidence? Burning the evidence? They also allow her to have the greenhouse be torn down where he died. Like all whenever the the, she's like, hey, oh, I want to burn him real fast, burn the gun real fast, tear that down real fast. Like, Wait, maybe something's going on here. Why? Why do you want to do that? Because she murdered him. So but where was she? She was not physically she capable was, of being there? She was in rehab. So of. it's like she had somebody do it. I think yeah i think she hired somebody to do it so may 11th dylan carlson tells a seattle times reporter he didn't even know there was a greenhouse so that's a lie right there because remember he didn't know he told the pi about it's just a bunch of lumber and stuff they store in there so may 18th tom grant tells courtney he's going to continue his investigation but no longer in her employment um for you bitch she's pissed about that i bet she's probably so pissed he talks about, so Courtney Love never takes shit from anybody. If somebody even gives like an inkling of giving her shit, she goes off. So he takes this kind of stance of he starts to, at this point, he starts to fucking yell at her, berate her. And he's like, you did this. I'm coming after you. She says nothing. She tries to kind of, well, no, I didn't do this. and She's like, I'm fucked. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, that was his whole... He had this whole game plan that he was going to do this and see what she did. And she was always like, no, I don't really know what she's talking about. But instead of just being regular Courtney, Courtney, just being an asshole. Yep. So he tells her he's told Seattle homicide of all the discrepancies he's found. And she tries to bribe him to go away. When that doesn't work, she, um, she hires him to follow her new boyfriend at the time, Trent Reznor. David, who's Trent Reznor? He is from Tool. No, Jared. Who's Trent Reznor? Like he's the bass player. No, he, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, the yeah. bass player for Nine Inch Nails. This is a May 18th. He just fucking died in April's. But she hires the guy that's like, I'm coming after you to follow, follow my new else. boyfriend. And he was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, take the money. you know, he's... he probably just like took her money and then didn't do it. Yeah, that's he probably just took the money, but her. was still doing the Cobain investigation yeah that's what i would do just a fucking double dip in so june 4th detective terry is murdered 
Remember, she's what? an informant for Detective Terry. June 15th, Kristen Pfaff dies of an overdose. Her belongings are given to her mother. That's the Korean. White Korean. Yep. <laughs> if that's how you remember it, that's fine. Yes, that's that bass nice. player from Hole that she thought Cobain was having an affair with. That's suspicious. Well, dude, it gets even worse. So all of her belongings are given to Pfaff's, Pfaff's mother. Pfaff's. Back and in Korea. She, she finds pages from her diary ripped out. And they're from the same week that Kurt was went missing. So that whole week, all of her pages from her diary from that week are ripped out of her diary. Dun, dun, dun. That's crazy. That's super suspicious. Also, the medical examiner, Dr. Hartshorn, I think that's how you say it. This woman is not Korean. <laughs> <laughs> her pussy's up and down, not that's sideways. Not sideways. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> to, all right. You can do that. Fucking right. Dirty dude. That's what I'm talking I'm a, about. I'm going to move on real, real fast. So the medical examiner. This bitch is white. <laughs> Dr. Hartshorn, who was Cobain's medical examiner, says Paf's death is a suicide. The medical examiner, Dr. Hartshorn, is actually a friend of Courtney Love's. So he kind of pushes it real fast through Friend, a.k.a. Bang Bud? Probably, yeah. Got her on the bang bus for sure. Mm-hmm. June 17th. Cobain's. Oh, thrown down that hallway. She is not attractive, though, At right? All. I mean, Courtney Love no. is so ugly. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just because I already know she's a dog shit human or just. No, she's just ugly. She's not attractive. She's just right? ugly. Bitch, you ugly. Another one. June 17th. <laughs> so, Cobain's suicide notes from Seattle, the one we were talking about earlier, and Rome are returned to Courtney Love. She tells Grant that Sergeant Cameron, who's in charge of the case, tells her to destroy them. Destroy what? The suicide Like, they're notes. literally destroying every single piece of evidence there right. is. There's nothing, nothing left. The, but there's photos of it. The note, yeah. I mean, you can still see it now, but she destroyed them. The real one. Yeah, yeah. but that without, like, an actual note, there's not going to be any kind of... Obviously, there's no DNA. There's no, like... It's going to be harder to... In, to tell like strokes on the like a, a handwriting expert. Well, that was the whole yeah. point. She was giving it to the Seattle PD for handwriting analysis. They didn't do shit. They didn't do any handwriting analysis at all. At all. Oh, yeah. That's my next point. I was gonna make some moving forward. <laughs> so December fifteenth, Love mentions another suicide note that was left under her pillows. As we know, I've Grant- been finding suicide notes all over the place. <laughs> Seven months later, <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? No, this is this is one that she claims she. I guess she kind of kept it hid. So Grant, remember Grant Wait tossed her fucking Did, bed. He was going in between the mattresses and all this. Like right, shit. never it. found any. Except note. the AIDS. That's what he found. Yes, yeah. didn't and she the like ro- and the rohypnol? Remember the rohypnol? Didn't she like read this one publicly or yeah. something? Okay, well, no, that, not this one. She read the original like, one. This like his big. Original Seattle. Okay, I knew I had. Yeah, I knew I had heard that. They had like a vigil, and she was calling Kurt an asshole, and she was like, one, two, three, Kurt's an asshole," and wanting the crowd to say that. Some people said it, but most everybody fucking left. I would leave. Yeah, dude, that's such a bitch. Dude. That's pretty fucked up. Even if he committed suicide, and you're mad at him, you don't do that to yeah, fucking people. Really, I don't. Really. Like I said, so unless it's funny, then you do it. <laughs> and it's always funny. So you, you always do it. <laughs> Can't wait till one of y'all dies. I'm gonna call you an asshole. One, two, three. Oh, I'd like to say asshole. something. I knew him better than anybody. Such a fucking dick. This guy was an asshole. <laughs> I pretended to like him, but he fucking sucked. Oh, the family's gonna be so mad. Like you guys know what I'm talking about. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that in my family. 
Maybe do that at his, because my No, dude, y'all please do that at mine. I'm definitely going to be the first to go. <laughs> Alright, so like I said, Grant tossed her mattresses and stuff, found no note, so that's, a, that's bullshit, it's a lie. She tells Grant on January 19th she burned that note also. So Grant finally gets What's to What's her obsession with burning everything? <laughs> she just wants gets to get rid, rid of the evidence. <laughs> That's how you get rid of Fucking everything. Fucking pyro over here. So Grant finally gets to interview Callie. He says he checked the greenhouse on the 3rd, but never looked again. So Grant tries to interview him again later, but Courtney says she gave him $30,000 to go to rehab back east. So she just sent him out so he couldn't be talked to. So Rosemary Carroll, she n- denies being on any of the tapes that Grant has. She thre- threatens to sue. Grant accepts. Accepts being sued. (laughs) Fucking right. Yeah, because he he says because he knows it'll all be in. He gladly accepts. He wants to testify in the court of law so he can bring this out. Because remember, this is illegal that he's doing. Right, you bring it out in court, then it's so he tells her if she's choosing to to use the tapes as evidence. But if she said she wasn't recorded, she'd be like, "That wasn't me." Yeah, but then then she couldn't sue him. Then it doesn't matter. Show those tapes in court. You're bringing the story out, and then the jury can tell those voices of that's Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So right. It, anyway, it comes out. So he says gladly. He just wants it to be public, correct. to be known. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do anything <clears throat> to get it known or whatever. Yeah. She doesn't follow through with this. Of course not. Right. She's fucking guilty. So that practice handwriting sheet fountain Courtney's Love's backpack is compared to the last five lines of the suicide notes. It's an exact match. Um, Seattle PD, again, never did any comparison. All right, so now we're in 1996. This is kind of, we're getting to the end. This is kind of, this is the last story that's pretty suspicious. Couldn't say if it really is true or not, but all this is fact. I don't know if this is actually what happened, but all right. So 1996, Elden Elduce Hoke. That's his AKA. His name's Elduce. Like fucking, <clears throat> uh, come on, Boondock Saints. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I fucking love that movie, man. Elduce. So he's the lead singer for a Seattle band called The Mentors. He's interviewed by High Times Magazine, and he claims love approached him at the rock shop in Hollywood. I don't really know. I, I feel like it maybe it's like some kind of record store or something Sounds like that like where it, he yeah. works or something. Either that or somewhere you sell crack. Yeah, rock shop like crack rocks. <laughs> I'll take one crack rock. <laughs> or like a fucking gravel, like a, a, <laughs> like a <laughs> stone kind of yard. Quarry. Yeah, a yeah. stone quarry. <laughs> All right. That's actually a good place to set up a meeting with a murderer, though. Like, in a quarry? Maybe in the quarry. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. At the rock shop. Yeah. So he at claims. High, at high midnight. She comes low there. Low midnight. <laughs> Is that. High noon, low midnight. Gotcha. All right. So she. The sun's all the way at the bottom. <laughs> she offers him $15,000 to kill Kurt. Why would she offer a band member to kill? So his girlfriend is. The original drummer from the Holes, so she knows him. She'd be like, "You play music, so do you want to kill a dude?" Well, she like, knows. For she kind of knows him. That's, Fifty thousand. Uh, well, still, that's not a lot of money. Back then, it was probably a lot mm, more. Not really, I mean, that's fucking fifty thousand dollars is not a lot of money. Not enough to kill a guy. No, yeah, but like, I feel like you had to think about that too long. <laughs> that's like asking a random person, like, why would he want to do that? Like, why? That's not? exactly my point. Yeah, for fifty grand. I Even mean, if, if you offer somebody like, fifty million, I'll that would offer be a you a million story. dollars to kill him. Like, I'm fucking, I'm a musician. I'm not, I don't do that. No, no, no. Like, no. Not a he's not. 
he's not like a high profile musician. It's kind of a But small... is he like a hitman on the side? Like <laughs> why would he do that? <laughs> I never like, thought of pages uh like if somebody asked I'm me I'm the drummer for holes slash hitman. They're like, Hey, you want a hundred thousand dollars to kill this dude? I'm like, I don't that's not what I do. I don't do that. I'm not gonna do that. Like why would I do that? Why would you ask me I'll to do play that? Play you a little ditty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't kill anybody. <laughs> Somehow Courtney really knows, like, she talks about Hitman a lot. Kurt Cobain has interviews where he's talked about Hitman, and maybe because Courtney said something about it, and he talks about it, and then later he's got an interview where he's like, yeah, she might hire Hitman to kill me or something. Like as a joke? I don't, I feel like maybe they were fucked up and high and stuff, and she was talking about it. I'm going to hire a Hitman to kill you. But she has <laughs> that, all these... That guy from that we know from that band. She has all these people. I already tried. Bob, fuck that guy. Bob can't kill me. This guy, he's like an alcoholic. He's in some kind of low-level Seattle band. Like, maybe you could just be like, hey... He's just like a scourge of the earth, basically. Right, you're right. a piece of shit. Yeah. I'll fuck you and give you $50,000 if you kill Kurt. Oh, gross. <laughs> I'll give you $50,000 not to fuck me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so the owners confirmed she was there that day and also a week before kurt's death courtney called asking for el duce but he was out of town he was on tour with the boondock saints yes <laughs> so he said that courtney yelled she's all fucking pissed off that son of a bitch we made an agreement what am i gonna do now so March 6th, El Duce takes a polygraph test and he passed. So, so the, he said he accepted? Yeah. Well, he passed as this. So the administrator of the test said, the story is quite truthful. 99.1% truth. He asked, the question was, did love tell you to kill Cobain? I feel like I've heard polygraph tests are like easily... They're, yeah, like, I don't think they... You're going to easily like cheat it. You if can't. you clench your butthole... With, with drugs... No, you, like you clench your butthole. They know then, what you're doing, though. Like that's a real thing, and that like alters your blood pressure or something. Well, the whole way. thing is like it takes, I think, like your heart levels. But if you're fucking stressed, you're lying. Right. But if I'm just, I'm get fucking nervous if somebody's asking right. me all these questions. Well, that's what, of, I've seen that Did you too. kill somebody? And I'm like, no, I don't even fucking they know why I'm in here. Like, had, like I'll be stressed as fuck. Where like, they were proving that, and it was like they had somebody hooked up, and they're like, all right, I'm gonna ask you something really personal, and then it spiked as they were lying but they didn't even ask him anything mm. yeah, yeah i don't sense. i don't believe in polygraph you don't think it's an accurate way of doing it i don't, I don't think they, they actually u- court, i don't think they right? actually use no them it's in inadmissible in they court. don't yeah they don't use them because they don't anymore. work right thank you for shitting on that <laughs> 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 but he was asked like three different ways did she offer you money and it was always yes truth it was what if yeah, he was, they asked him three different ways and it was always but if he was truthful. hallucinating on drugs with all this and it just happened in his head he would think it's the truth too maybe see that's the thing too if you if think you believe it's if true if you believe it's true it's gonna come whether out. it is or not right that's why polygraphs stupid i brought it up because for the people that didn't know that but thanks for going into that <sighs> april 17 1997 il duce is interviewed for a documentary called kurt and courtney it's a big inter- uh, documentary he's actually drunk at the time and he lets it slip <laughs> he let one go he yeah farted. <laughs> he lets it slip about being offered money in 19 <laughs> my bad i let one slip <laughs> he lets it slip about being offered money in 1993 to make it look like a suicide he says courtney says 
I'll give you money, make it look like a suicide. He agrees, but he gets cold feet. But he says he passes on, He's this is his words, he says he passed it to Alan. So Alan is Alan Wrench, who's the guitarist. Oh, that's a cool fucking name. Alan right? Wrench. Yeah, I don't know if it's cool. real or not. That's probably not. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. <laughs> Alan Wrench is the guitarist for the mentors that he's the late singer of. April 19th, this is two days after the interview. He's hit by a train in the middle of the night in Riverside, California. No witnesses. Courtney Love was driving that train? <laughs> I don't think so. Runaway train never coming back. So some there was people around. Wrong way on a one way track. <laughs> I don't know the next well, line. Any of the line. <laughs> How the fuck you get hit by a train in the middle of the night, like just by yourself? What are you even well, doing? I'm gonna tell you. So two days after that interview, there was people around watching that interview that he was doing for that documentary while he's being filmed. Somebody tells Alan Wrench that he's been outed. And Wrench is a very violent person. So that witness states... He ran over himself with a train? (laughs) God damn. (laughs) He was outed. He did not want people to know he was gay. (laughs) I ran over myself with a train. Not outed. (laughs) So uh, the witness tells... I'm going to call my train guy. (laughs) Get him over here, stat. Alright, so a witness states that Wrench came over to El Duce's house. He's all pissed off and they both left. Ten minutes later, El Duce is dead. So Wrench is always poor, but suddenly he bought a new house, he bought a new truck, he bought a fucking Corvette. He's got way too much money. You can't buy that with $50,000. Way too fast. That's all. Yeah, that's a shitload of money. Anyway. Alright, so that's kind of the end of all the, that I got. I, couple, I got a couple things. Alright, so this is kind of about Courtney. So Courtney... I think she was a groupie before she was in a band. She always wanted to date a rock star. So don't when, we all? So when Hole first got there, put a CD out, they toured with Smashing Pumpkins. Your guys? What? I yeah. fucking love Smashing Pumpkins, man. She falls in love don't with tell- Billy? Billy Corgan. Oh, what? So Did Billy she, don't want she part looked of at that. him before. <laughs> she saw his face. No, he had hair back then. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. It was kind of normal back this time. So oh, she man, flies. I don't know about that. Well, she likes the whole brooding. Yeah, front, for sure. Front men. So they can easily be suicided. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Billy Corgan's not cool saying as no. Fuck, he dude. actually. Really you ever was. listen to an interview with him? Yeah. It's a persona for him. He's not that weird. Like no. he's a normal fucking dude. So she flies to Chicago to meet him. And this is quote. This is a quote by uh, Billy Corgan. He tossed her out on her ear. She tried to go to Chicago to fuck him. He had a girlfriend at the time, and she didn't like that. So he was like, "Bounce, bitch." I'm gonna throw you out, and you're gonna land on your ear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he was like, "Little did I know." She walks five minutes down the block, and she runs into Cobain. I think so she, it's Billy Corgan's fault for not. I think that. she actually. Oh, for not taking he one might be in on it to on, get rid of Nirvana. Hold on, this will come out. He's like, I want to be the most popular band of the '90s. She knew Corbain. <laughs> she kind of she sent him notes in a heart shaped box. No, sure. yeah, but he wasn't really interested. But I don't at get this the time, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this Just is kidding, I get this it. is this is a big one. It's okay if you come as you are. <laughs> Just bring the lithium. <laughs> So, bef- 
Before Courtney meets Kurt in Rome, remember? He has that accidental yeah. OD in Rome. So she's in London. She meets Billy Corgan. When she comes to meet Kurt in Rome, he's got this thing, this like sixth sense thing that she had an affair with Billy Corgan. I saw an interview later and in, later in life where she was like, I had a chance to cheat. It was in England with some guy. I think this is what she was talking about. I think she fucked Billy Corgan. He knew. So remember what a I t- surprise. Yeah, I remember I, thought? I told you in Rome they had this big argument, big fight. I think she fucked Billy Corgan. He told, she kind of confronted her about that, brought up divorce, and she fucking tried to kill him. Billy Corgan also almost killed himself that night, too. <laughs> <laughs> he was so disgusted with himself. Yeah. Gross. That's when all his hair Man, fell out. I, even, I did not know that. I knew there was a connection between Billy Corgan and, and Courtney Love. This but... is good, too. So that Rohypno that was in mixed with champagne and his drug. Don't tell me that was Billy Corgan's. Remember I told you that's an over-the-counter drug in England. Yeah. I think she got through a hypno in England while she was in London fucking Billy Corgan. Tried to kill him. She, he brings up divorce and she tries to kill him right then and there. But I think she spiked his champagne because you can't, it fizzles out. You can't taste it or nothing. But then he wouldn't be suspicious. He's like, "How did I take all that?" That's the only thing I don't get. I think like, he probably was, not. Well, why was, was a drug he... addict when you wake up the next day, like overdose? Why like... was he so scared of her after that? And he even That's said, "She's trying to kill me." I think he just never said it publicly because maybe he just had doubts. I think she tried. Yeah, to kill like him I right said, because he's a there. fucking drug addict. So of course you probably wake up the next day and don't know what happened a lot of the times. Yes. I think she tried to kill him right then and there. My man, Billy C. You got what the fuck, dude? This is breaking no, he my didn't heart. Have nothing to do with it. Yeah, if you Still, want to come on here and refute the, this, just <laughs> just the fact that he banged her <laughs> makes up. me lose a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. We don't he, want you on here. I think oh, you probably give us all AIDS. Yeah. I think you fucked room. her after he. We died all got hair also. still. You think you what? I think you fucked her after Cobain died too. I think they got together too. Then disgusting so that's the end of uh kurt cobain um he will never my whole stance was courtney love did it that's what this whole podcast was about i mean that's what it seems like but all this is documented this is way too many coincidences all this is documented things yeah yeah i said nothing that was fake or any yeah this is all on tape. Yeah, you can read the book or watch the documentaries. Heck. Just watch some YouTube videos. And I mean, I knew a lot of this stuff before. I didn't know all of it, and it's been a long time. So the Billy Corgan thing, I appreciate because I, I love Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. And I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. I thought I, I think I knew maybe they dated like later on or something. I, I knew there was a connection between the two, but I didn't know that. That's crazy. What the fuck? Give me a beer. <laughs> you can't just thump a man. Another one. Thump a man in an arm. <laughs> My belly. <laughs> My tummy. All right, guys. Uh, I gave you my thoughts. What you got? You kind of think. I've she always did thought it. she did it. Yeah, for Ready sure. Yeah, like I said, I've already seen a few documentaries on it, and I mean, it seems the most logical thing is. I don't she think did she it. did it. I think or had somebody do it. I think she had. Oh yeah, she had somebody she, else do I, it. Probably somebody that he knew. Some up somebody that he knew that he wouldn't have raised. I mean, he may have already been like fucked up on heroin or something. The guy comes in. Uh, hey, hold the shotgun real quick. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think he was doing heroin at that time. I think he was trying to get clean. Like I said, when he was he trying been to sleeping, and you inject him with a bunch of heroin. Right. I think Callie did it. The guy that was living with them. I think Dylan Carlson helped. Not helped, but he helped her. Like kind of give her that alibi, and he's. 
doing all these things that kind of throws off the investigation. Because his whole thing, when I said he's best friends with Kurt, it's because Kurt gave him heroin. Like, yeah. a guy to give him get his fix on. And he was doing the same thing after Kurt was dead because Courtney gave him money to buy heroin. So they were just all about money. They were fucking, they're all fucking junkies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she definitely did it. There's no doubt in my mind. It's just way too many coincidences. You can overlook like one coincidence. Oh, maybe the shotgun show on the wrong side. I said like, 75 coincidences. That's what I'm saying. It's just too many coincidences. <laughs> too like it just don't, it just Also, they say uh, on murders, the yeah. most obvious person did it. That's always the answer. Like right. it's and the, it's usually the spouse also. Yeah, right. It's never... And then like, every, every documentary... It's never the exception. It's every just, documentary I was looking at, it was... It comes up a lot when suicides, like to make it look like a suicide. It's a junkie. They fill him up with... A bunch of drugs. And then they kill him. Yeah. Well, the thing that's shocking, the most shocking to hear again is like how it was handled by the police department. And they there's just no anything. investigating at all. At all. Like... They well, were so like, that's the whole thing. That's my kind of whole thing is this is on them. They did nothing to even. But it's always something like with the police department, like it's already shut and closed. Like, why would they want to open an investigation when they can just be done with it? Right. Like, because well, they're now, lazy. Yeah, for sure. Plus, they'll have to admit that they fucked like it all up. Like, they've got an answer. Like, just fucking, okay, that's what it is. Now we don't have to spend any money on it. Right. I can't remember which documentary it was that I watched, but the police chief of the Seattle PD at that time, he's retired now, and he was on that documentary, and he said, if I could do it now, I'd reopen this case, and I'd do it a whole lot different. But I told her to burn everything. <laughs> no, no, that <laughs> so was So I can't do it. <laughs> that was a but sergeant. all the evidence the has case. been burned. I'm talking about the chief. Higher than that. <laughs> Look, kissy, kissy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're done with the with the bad part of this. So I'm a huge fan of Nirvana. I know Jared yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. David also. I remember. Oh, my first taste of Nirvana was Johnny G burnt me. Remember burning CDs? Burning CDs? Oh, I'm all nostalgic. He burnt me a a copy of Nevermind and fell in love with Nirvana. So that was a good time. We're going to go over our favorite songs. First introduced, I think uh, Ryan introduced me, like maybe junior high. He's a big time uh, musician now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know. I remember we had my friend had the cd in like middle school 19 with the little yeah <laughs> live david saw him live <laughs> he was in the so, <laughs> and then we listened to him and they were badass mm. yeah what do you hold on do you think i think a lot of people think they wouldn't have been so popular unless like the suicide i mean i don't know like, like, they were popular, they were popular already. already yeah but not that popular then they, they were like, huge you they we were had up this and coming huge no. they were up and coming huge he was called the, sales, the John Lennon of our age back then. Not until yes, after he I don't died. Feel like... It was popular, but it wasn't like that popular until after. We had this argument one night and you were all wrong. You said they didn't have fame till after he died. I didn't say they didn't have fame Another they were popular. One. Which one's the coconut? He was huge. Tall boy. For a tall boy. Yeah. <laughs> he could climb a six foot wall. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they would have. Will you at least admit that they wouldn't have been as popular 20, 30 years later had they had I'm not sure. Died? That, I mean, they got Smashing twice Pumpkins as much Smashing Pumpkins is obviously not nearly as popular now you as it was. You think if he would have died, if Billy Corgan would have died, he would have been more popular? If he oh, got, if he yeah, got AIDS from Courtney Love? Oh, my God. They'd have been huge. I actually liked their album that came out, was that a year ago? Two years Ooh, ago? Hole? What? Hole? No, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. 
Courtney Love's band Hole? Like it just came out. Fuck with that band. Fuck you Courtney Love. I saw some interview with Billy Corgan not too long. Well, it might have been a couple of years ago, and said he just liked to go sit around campfires with people and sing his album. Fuck yeah, dude. We should invite Billy Corgan to hang out. <laughs> I already did. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Officially, you're invited, Billy Corgan, if you want to show up. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I saw him on Joe Rogan. He was super like. But you have to provide a negative HIV test where I allow you in my house. <laughs> no, that's fine. Just don't touch us. Yeah, Billy Corgan, but also Kurt Russell for sure. <laughs> if you're interested, just hit us up on the Facebook. And Dude, we'll Billy Corgan, if we're going to do this whole Kurt Russell, I'll take Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Please, no come. Way. He is so. No, never mind. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Finish not, that thought. He's Eric. so cool. This is so handsome. <laughs> he's way cooler than. <laughs> Well, Kurt Russell's so I'm not, cool. I'm, I'm not gay enough smart. to do this every week. <laughs> I have no problem, Kurt Russell. That's inviting you on. I can't do this. And then we'll I'll have, take Kurt Russell, too. We'll Kurt have, Russell, Billy Corgan. We'll have a Kurt Russell special. Were you just all over him? <laughs> what the, the fuck, ghost dude? Is in here, man. You got a ghost. There's a ghost in my house, according to my daughters. Well, and I mean, that drawer's open twice, twice. on its own. <laughs> why does the ghost keep going in the fucking... To do it again? Why is that never, ever open right, anytime that's never we've happened ever been before. here? It happens all the time. How come it's never done it while we've been here? Because I'm usually, like, in front of it to where it can't open. We don't want your excuses. Just say it's a ghost. There's no fucking ghosts. Just because you don't believe in ghosts. Why would I? I don't have Kurt a Kurt Russell, what do you think about ghosts? <laughs> we'll have you on, and we'll find out. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Nirvana, good band. My favorite... Nirvana song, you know you're right. I wish we could play it. We cannot play it. We cannot play it. I don't know. I... Just anybody can pull up their Spotify and play it. That was a song that came out after he died, and it was like the best song ever. Favorite song? I think my favorite song might be Lithium. All right. I'm just, like, I looked up all the songs right before we started just to see if I, I can't pick one, so I'm just going to say generic answer, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like, that's a good one. I like it. I like any of them. They'll make that face. Heart that's shape, a good one. Heart-shaped box. My number. Yeah, heart Come As You Are was too. also one I was thinking, but... Good band. That's a... Oh, we should talk about the guy who's trying to sue the baby. <laughs> oh, that the fucking baby, asshole. The naked oh. baby. This is not a new thing. He's been trying to do this for I know, years but I just this recently resurfaced again, I guess. You're suing like, the band when your parents let you be and naked. And got paid for it. But, like, exactly. he... He, like, leaned into it, and didn't he, like, go to conventions and shit? As, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like being that His baby. His whole thing was, I'm that baby. And he made money off of and it. And then now he's trying to sue him. Trying to make more money, because nobody Well, I guess has shit. been trying to sue him. Show us your dick, because it's still that small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't he do a photo shoot as an adult? Yeah, swim trunks. Yeah. Like, obviously, he wasn't pussy. upset about it. He's just trying to get money. Yeah, what a what a piece of shit! Did you try? No, you're I trying don't, to I don't ruin people for trying to make money. Like, but you're that's trying not to ruin... trying to make money. That's trying to steal money. Right. I don't know. You're trying to ruin. Well, he's trying one to of get the it greatest from... bands of all time. He's trying to get money from Courtney of... Love, though. He's trying to get money. Oh, from Oh, bro, Love. So that fucking from... bitch like took advantage of that little baby, and he is owed so much money. Exactly. Wouldn't it be from Frankenbeans? I was not aware of this. I thought it was Courtney Love got everything. Did she not? She did. Well, Frankenbeans had to get some of it, like just residually. Maybe, but I'm that... pretty sure Courtney Love got everything. I thought he was all after like Dave Grohl, and because well, I know Dave, Dave Grohl's Grohl got was... more money than any of them, probably. Yeah. So no, I thought. Uh, I just hear about like Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic. Say it right. That's y'all, just people in general. Like they're all uh, like the 
ones that are being saying things. I never heard anything from Courtney Love or Franken Beans. Yeah, but they're the ones that got the fucking money from it all. Well, Courtney's. Oh, like I was saying, you know, you're right. It's my favorite song. They Courtney Love and Dave Grohl and Frank, uh, Chris Novoselic, they had this whole legal battle because that was an after. He was dead trying to put that out, and it was all like, put it out. No, posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah. I think they hate her, like, big time. Dave Grohl was at their wedding. Chris would not go there because he hated Courtney Love so much. I don't blame him. Yeah, she's a fucking dirty she skank. She fucking killed him. Murderer. Tell your friends. We um do anything extra. I got a video we could watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can end we can do extra we can do an extra episode, we in this well, we recording. Yeah. What's the what's the, what's the <laughs> It's about trains. <laughs> you, uh, I'm not in the train, but I mean, just say hey, because we went over somebody getting hit by a train. El Duce got hit by a train. We like trains. We gotta finish out the. Episode. I like turtles. Yeah, finish the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, guys. You just heard our thoughts on Kurt Cobain. We call this episode Kurt Cobain: The Murder Mystery Palooza Tour. <laughs> God, no, uh, we don't remember. Anyways, we hope you. Th- we can open the case on Courtney Love being a super bitch and she killed him. She did it. <laughs> she totally. did it for sure. Yeah. Anyways. Um, guys, go like the Facebook page, like the Instagrams, like, share. I don't remember what the, what's Send there? us beers. Send us beers. Leave a review. Leave a review on, on any Apple podcast. Apple Podcast is a big one. I don't even know who else. Where do you leave? Oh, Audible's got reviews. Uh, yeah. So, um, Apple's gonna be the big one. So, like, share, review, and, uh, Keep it sexy. Really, just keep coming back. In the- Hips and nips. Just keep coming back. Thank you guys for all your support on Facebook, Instagram, and listening to the podcast. All right, guys. Keep it sexy, because if we didn't keep it sexy, you wouldn't listen. I love you, Kurt Russell. <laughs>